electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. Futures are green as the bulls pounce on some better than expected earnings from retailers, including several with raised guidance. China, meantime, is on watch as COVID cases surge over there and restrictions resume. Our roadmap begins with uh, tech's no good. Very bad year, down more than 30 percent since the record intraday high. Plus, Disney's cost-cutting strategies. New CEO Bob Iger appointed, quote, unsettling but energizing restructurings that will be coming. And we'll give you a roundup of the retailers. Holiday shopping in full swing, of course. Results from Best Buy, Dick's, Dollar Tree, and others. As Carl said, uh, more positive than negative. Let's begin with the markets. Uh, One year. After the Nasdaq's record intraday high, the index down 32% from its peak based on yesterday's close. Jim, 30% drawdowns on the Nas, uh, not very common in history. No, and remember we had, uh, this was the uh, beginning of the fang fall-off. Some of those, of course, far worse than others. Apple really holding up a little better. Uh, But but, uh, unworldly declines in these stocks. You know, Meta being one of the great disappointments. It's been a really good one. Netflix at least coming back. Amazon, people worry about Amazon Web Services. Alphabet hired too many people. But I, I tell you, the real pain is in these enterprise software companies. And there I'm talking about companies that are good companies. Uh, a Workday, a ServiceNow, a uh, Salesforce. Um, some of the smaller guys are just being obliterated. And you see a lot of them. There's companies that that are just now getting downgraded. And it's like, David, I have to say, there really is a rather an amazing disconnect between the price targets, say, of what people want yeah. and where stocks are. You'll see like someone say, you know, I'm taking my Salesforce target from 300 down to 290. And the, that whole process of trimming the estimates has cast a pall on this group. Uh, and it hasn't really turned, which is interesting. Not you know, at all. We obviously, well, the other one. Yeah, we talked about Jeff Smith, Starboard taking that position. Oh, in, I really in, want to do that. In Salesforce. But also, you know, I've noted a couple of times uh, Vista Private Equity, right? One of the more successful big technology right. private equity firms with a focus almost solely on enterprise software. Typically, most of its targets were private companies. That has not been the case no. the last couple of deals. And that may be a sign that, hey, at least they see more value in the public markets for these beaten down companies than in the private markets where perhaps the marks haven't been taken and they don't want to take them. How and yet that hasn't them? helped to, to turn any of these no. stocks in a meaningful no. way. No, and I think what happens is that they need customers. I mean, you know, Carl, a lot of these companies, they were predicated upon ever more companies coming, pot, coming public. Then when they come public, immediately they buy the software. You know, you got to have on board with ServiceNow, which, of course, does much more than that. You have to do Workday for human resources, which, of course, does more than that. You have to do Salesforce for be able to have customer relations. But, of course, they do more than that. And the more than that competes against everybody. So you've got this terrible situation where a company like ServiceNow reported an amazing quarter. 
I mean, they probably did report one of the best quarters of the year. And people just say, okay, I'm going to sell that one less hard. I'm thinking of what Nadella told Nikkei overnight. I'm just talking about mega cap software companies with huge amounts of recurring revenue. He thinks that there's a moat between the very large guys and the other companies you're talking well, about. Well, there's a moat, but what does that mean? They're, they go down 50 and not 80? I mean, honestly, some of these well, companies, I mean, look, this morning. Microsoft re- was seen for quite some time as, as a, a sort of a safe place yeah, to safe be, place. so to speak. Yes, yeah, yeah, so it will be safe in Microsoft. Yes. No, you, I was wrong. That's, of course, <laughs> from witness. All right. So this morning, I think that the most um, indicative, I'm trying to come up with a nice word, uh, the most chapek of the, I'm sorry, that was wrong. The most yeah. disappointing was from Cowan. Here they go, downgrade Carvana. Yep. Uh, uh, they'll buy to a market performance. Oh, that's you know, very helpful. Uh, Thank you for that. Downgrade to market perform. Uh, oh, well, that's look at really this helpful one. Peloton too. downgrade to market perform. Is, is this C limited downgrade to market perform? Oh, why did you bother wait, using wait, paper to actually? Pr- why did you waste paper on these? Well, look frankly, at all this paper I, you printed. I, I plant, this is trash. I planted twenty-five thousand trees in Oregon, so I have every right to do that. Twenty-five thousand trees, bucket tree, by the way. Um, those were all one one person. I won't <laughs> and mention. And that's it. not all. I will Bear, not Bear mention. Carvana this morning is, as well. Yeah, is that that I will not name, mention that. Is his that name, is name That would be out of line. Rip Van Winkle. What? The, yeah. Well, those were. I've like been mean, asleep Carvana for three years. Carvana in particular is really starting to get. Carvana, the I, I you know, I. I you said we'd be safe in Carvana, and you're supposed to say, no, I meant room. The, this whole notion, of Car- Carvana bought a company for $3 billion and they used that 10% money. Yeah. I mean, there are some companies that were tone deaf to what's happened in this economy. It got mustered. The economy got mustered. Um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of this is house cleaning before the holiday, at least on yeah. Cowan's part, because all of these names What, they are, thought that maybe we weren't paying attention or yeah. because they're worried about the tree factor? But, but to, you know, Sorry the, auto, uh, the auto sector, Jim's getting obliterated relative to the S&P. Elon Musk's wealth is now down $100 billion for I'm, the year. I mean, actually starting to feel for it. Yeah. Tesla's down 52. I'm worrying about uh, well, Tesla's Elon. Got I mean, China. he's got those 10 mouths to feed. That's not going to be so easy. On a, what has he got left? 150 bill, 200. Well, some of them have. And also, he's going to lose 25 bill at Twitter. Looks I like. I didn't no, take the course that allows me to know one of his kids' names. Well, some of them have numbers. Yeah, I, I didn't take that course. I, boy, did you ever go into philosophy class? His twins just—he's uh, got one-year-old twins. So, congrats on that. Perfect. But can we talk about Tesla for a second? Absolutely. All right, sales a little down in China. Volkswagen uh, just cut their target. I know. China itself is a quandary because. That's got to be the most self-inflicted wound of our generation. I mean, there really is nothing keeping their people from being vaccinated. They have an mRNA that's completely ripped off from America, but they can claim it's their own. They have to stick by this idea that the vaccine that that I know, that the studies here say 43% are helped. What? No, you're right. Self-inflicted, yeah. Self-inflicted. They created it too, right, don't they? David Out of Wuhan, what are you, the lab created it. Who are you? I'm hey, not a conspiracy let's, theorist. Let's just get Navarro on the phone. Let's get Navarro theory. on the phone. It actually seems to be Navarro? at this point. You, I, nobody's I got disproved him on speed it. Dial. You went Navarro. No, I'm, I'm, not right now. I'm not interested in your conspiracy theorist. I'm just actually sharing something that may be true. But the COVID cases are 28,000 new cases. You know, as of Tuesday, which is the and high there is now a level of lockdown back to April le- right. level of lockdowns, Carl, that's at, at a record slightly worse or larger than during the spring when they when well, they shut I mean, down the, Shanghai. But, but, you know, the deaths are three, which tells me in particular that can they tell the truth about it? 
Three. I mean, it's like three people die every like 10 seconds of, of COVID. Elderly who are not vaccinated in our country. Don't forget flu seasons here. You keep saying the same thing every time we talk about this. They haven't changed. They're not. It's we're talking about what 20 percent of China's total GDP is at risk right now, according to the Nomura lockdown index. But you say the same thing every you know how insulting that is to me. I'm sorry. Not, I don't, that, not that insulting. <laughs> Good. I'm glad because. Well, but I mean, my point is they haven't changed their behavior and you are frustrated with that and you bring it up. You want them to get this new the vaccine that they don't have, but nothing's changing. Have you been out with any of the executives who actually have the vaccines, the ones that work? Not recently. They've all offered um, or they even know that they've been able to rip them off right. and, and reverse it. But they refuse. I don't know what's with President Xi other than the fact that it would be a terrible admission that their vaccines don't work. Yeah. Well, they are closing uh, parks and museums and shopping malls. And who knows, David, maybe <sighs> that'll include theme parks. When, as speaking well. of parks, of course, Disney has a big sh- theme park in Shanghai, a very important one. In fact, Bob Iger and uh, Bob Chapek took what I understand is 17 trips together to visit Shanghai. They spent a lot of time together for some period of time. I mention that because it is day two now of Iger's return. JPEG's that was departure. a segue. Good it was. segue, man. Was that bad? Uh, share your, share a little, did. sort yes. of a little anecdote, you know? Yeah. Um, and Iger's already busy, guys. You saw this late in the day. Not unexpected, in fact. Iger doesn't like central planning. You remember when he came in the first time after Michael Eisner's reign, what did Bob Iger do? One of the big things he did was he got rid of that sort of central planning. Right. Remember? Right. Which is Move like, the P&Ls much closer to the business well, but units. But that's what people want. Is it's called accountability. Mm-hmm. It's very hard with central planning to figure out, you know, let's say uh, Avatar. Yeah. Number two is coming out in, what, $250 million? Right. Let's say it doesn't do well. Whose fault is it other than Christine McCarthy, the CFO? <laughs> right. No. They threw under the. It's like blaming presidents for inflation. Like, oh well, my I God! Don't know. Yeah, yeah. there's that bus that goes cross down. It, no, you're right. And they, so they threw her under that. Cross in this bus. way, you can hold people more accountable, and they'll be more focused on actually getting it right when it comes to, to cost. Now that said, as he sort of goes through a lot of the things that he's going to, we're going to watching him deal with in the next couple of years, uh, direct to consumer. A lot of that money that's already has already been spent on the platform. We'll see how they choose to amortize the costs over time yeah. and things of that nature. And then sports and sports rights we've talked about. But this was an important move. Kareem Daniel is gone. Of course, he was Chapek's main guy running this sort of overall sort of deciding. It was actually uh, in terms a of, company within a company is what the, Is that how it's been described company to you? Company within a company. Um, and the other thing that's come up in a number of conversations, guys, is this two-year term. Uh, nobody believes it's going to be two years. I've talked to CEOs of two other major entertainment media companies, both of whom have said, yeah, two years. Forget that. He needs five. Five. To turn it around? He's the Tom, he's the Tom Brady of, uh, of media. He might as well. He's going to go long. Might as well just say it's going to be five. It's not going to be two. He's not, we'll see. Is he in Bitcoin? <laughs> we'll see whether, in fact, that's the case. But that is the latest sort of chatter. Like two years, you're not, you know, you stabilize. You make operational changes, but really, what are you going to be able to do strategically in two years? Also, you're supposed to be looking for your uh, successor. And we're supposed to talk about Hulu. Every time you mention, we're supposed to talk about Hulu. Well, 2024, the option to purchase okay, the, the 33% with what? With what? that's owned by Comcast. What are you going to use, Wampum? What is it? Wait, They've got to pay cash. Cash? Yeah. Actual cash. Nine billion, right? Yeah. But they got or the cash? It could Where's be, the cash? Yeah, what are they going to sell? More. What are they going to sell? Uh, I don't know, Jim. A, a, a Disneyland? <laughs> what are they going to sell? 
What do they have? The rights to, I don't know, The Simpsons? How much did that cost them? $30 billion? Well, here's uh, Deutsche now. Uh, many saying? have called for a sale of ESPN, and Mr. Iger has surely evaluated this option in the past. Well, they can go to no Hearst and sell, sell the rest of them to him. We, you know, we shared a conversation, part of the conversation we had less than a year ago with Iger about ESPN and sports rights. We shared that yesterday. Um, he was, you know, he thought that was Bob Chapek's issue, but he right. said he'd be pressing harder in terms of sports rights overall to get as many platforms as you possibly can in well, terms of those rights. Well, they've not used the platforms correctly. They've not. Right. They don't, they don't acknowledge, they have one little fantasy channel, which is awful. They haven't been able to figure out how to monetize gambling. They don't even know about gambling. They well, used no, to talk that's about not true. They do know about gambling. Oh, do they and, really? Then well, Jay Peck and I did partner? talk about it last, uh, on our last interview no, in September. They're good, they, they're good talkers. We are going to talk to the Cowan analyst later this morning who said yesterday, Jim, what you've been saying for a long time, and that is this, the Fox purchase, asset purchase, was a strategic error. Right. It would have been smarter to launch it without that, maybe price it better. And there's well, there this big debate anymore. about general entertainment versus core Disney fare. Price what? I mean, they priced Disney Plus, though, at $6.99. That was incredibly low. Yeah, well, well. you see, all yeah. they cared about was the empty calories. But now it's coming up. They wanted to get the number. To, they missed the whole pivot that a lot of the software companies did, too, which is that, you know what? We want companies to make money. We don't want them to just sign people up. Everybody missed that pivot, Jim. Well, no, not everybody missed that pivot. Okay, who didn't? Well, it was late to the game, but Dara realized he needed to pivot. That was that famous memo. That amazing memo Dara Kothasari put out about Uber, where he says, you know what, we can't just keep losing money. That's not what people want anymore. I mean, that was like one of those memos. It's like, imagine like if you like you went to your mom, say, listen, I got a job. I get to lose 20000 this year. I think she would say, well, no, you see, the goal is to make money. Well, no, and you say, no, but you, mom, you're missing the whole point. The goal is volume. I mean, she would like say, David, you know, give me, give me somebody else in the family. <laughs> when we I once told my father that I said I was going to make, I'm making ten thousand dollars. He said a day. I said a year. He goes, I'm, t- I'm cutting off all your credit cards. I said I don't even have a credit card. He took my Amico card. I was stuck in Georgia, and I, it wouldn't work. And I'll the guy, I, I just go slash my tires. And the next thing you know, he's sleeping in his car. That's right. My car was comfy. It was a Ford Fairmont, and in the back. I had underwear, I had an axe, I had a bottle of Jack Daniels, and I had a 22. And you went about writing obits for the likes of no, Steve McQueen. I was where Steve McQueen was a great man, yes. and all they asked was that we not mention how charitable he was. <laughs> uh, when we come back this morning, our retail earnings, as we said, pretty good. They'll get some reports. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shei a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. 
You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Cards ahead of Black Friday this week. Best Buy among the biggest gainers this morning as they resume buybacks and uh, raise their guide. Take a look at the pre-market. A lot of that's reflected in there. More Squawk on the Street back in a minute. Best Buy, the biggest pre-market gainer on the S&P after reporting a quarterly beat and a smaller decline in comps than analysts had been expecting. The retailer also raising their full-year guide heading into the holidays. Same goes for Dick Sporting Goods, along with a beat on Q3 profit, revenue, and comps. Jim, ANF's going to open up 15. You know, I, look, I think people didn't know. They chronically underestimated Best Buy. I mean, I had, I had Corey Barry on, and she's a remarkable CEO. And she said, look, we're not going to get caught with a lot of inventory. Uh, we know what sells well. We know what's not selling well. We know a gaming cycle nearing an end. We know that PCs are in glut. Let's sell other things. And no one listened. No one listened. It was like, oh, well, you know what? What does she know? She's a brilliant executive who managed, unlike everybody else, David, to have a supply chain in place before the supply chain problem started. She figured it out. She took, she took the hit very early on when she came in and said, you know what? I'm going to make it so if there's ever anything that happens to the supply chain, I'm going to be ready. Why does she not get any credit at all? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Why? How should I view Dell's earnings or even HP's earnings from some time ago and HP, Best Buy? Like, I have HP tonight. Okay. The Dell earnings were really sad. But my point is because there are a lot of PC sales that take place at places like Best Buy. But, but she and, understood that don't don't overload the inventory. And so she managed the inventory well. She, yeah, that was her plan. Even if but look, I yeah. think that we all know that great great merchants care more about inventory than anything else. Yes. And she was so worried about inventory, she handled it well. Uh, Dell had a good quarter, but then told you, listen, they've never it's unprecedented the decline in demand of PCs. I've got Enrique Lores tonight. He always tells a nice story. Right, uh, they reported a while already well, we previously. Got, but right? they got, um, didn't they? You know, yeah. they, 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 they're, they're not doing that well. I mean, but no, they're they not. Always seem uh, to be, and we're going to see Dell shares actually. Well, they, they're hanging in H- there today. HPQ with a six percent revenue HBQ decline. HPQ after close. HP. I'm sorry, HP's after the now, close. Now, what's interesting right. about Dell is that it was up a dollar and a half when they first reported and it looked good. Then it was down a dollar and a half, and now it's it's unchanged. I think that there must be some people who think that the inventory cycle is further along. And my, my information to them is you are wishfully thinking. There's still a tremendous... Listen to what Lisa Su said. She, we're not through... No, Jensen Wong from NVIDIA. They said, listen, we're not through the inventory cycle. It's going to be till the end of the year. That's more gaming. But these companies all have, including Intel, way too much inventory. And they'd love for you to think that they don't. But the real when you drill down with them, they do. They have too much inventory. The other thing uh, Best Buy said this morning was they're seeing a rise in use of credit as consumers' savings dwindle. Jim, Bloomberg has got some work on the seven quarters of real excess income is basically done. Done. Yeah, and I believe that. I, I think that one of the things that I want the Fed to recognize is that the last of the child credit has been left. The child credit was very big. So now there is no new money coming in. You're starting to see people buy less. Uh, there's been some trade down, although it didn't seem to extend to my favorite store, Dollar Tree. Although I, in the end, Dollar Tree wasn't nearly as bad as people were making out. But Burlington, who are the stars? Well, the stars of this are Burlington was okay, but it still went up. 
Uh, Costco, pretty good. But you know, we, we, it's trade down King TJX. And David, by the way, I know this is, and I know I have music in my ear, so I do have to leave this period. But I will say before we go that David does shop at TJX. Really? It's Admit the, it. The mystery solved. It's very close by. And uh, you know, how, this this tie is not TJX. Uh, believe me, that's you got that at some cut rate place. I did not get this at a cut rate place. <laughs> but I do like finding my little bargains at TJX. It's fun. Did you get, don't go that often, but every so often I get in there. If you take over the retail beat, you're yeah. never going to hear the end of he, it. You got that at Abercrombie and Strauss. I'm going to be joining him from a mall on Friday for, for Black Very Friday. Nice. Yeah. Now they're, now they're really Counting. angry that we got to go. Counting what happens shopping. if we don't go? Tell me what happens. I hate shopping. I never go to stores. Just, just make that clear. But I do occasionally. Yes. Okay. Kramer's Mad Dash and the opening bell coming up after a break. Take a look at futures. Don't go away. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Take a look at the pre-market, trying to put some uh, green arrows together for the open on this Tuesday. Uh, we will get a little bit of data this morning out of Richmond Fed coming up at 10 a.m. Opening bell a few moments away. And don't forget, you can always catch us anytime, anywhere. Just listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. Stay with us. All right, three minutes till we get started with trading here at the NYSC. Let's squeeze in a mad dash. Medtronic is the name. Yeah, now, one of the things that I didn't like about Disney is they always told you things were going very well when they're going very poorly. Well, i got to give Medtronic this. When things are going very poorly, they tell you it's going very poorly. So the lead, uh, the key message of fiscal year 23, I think you'll like this. Revenue shortfall due to, it should be because of, those of us who are students of the English language, revenue shortfall due to slower market and supply recovery delivered EPS on stringent cost control. And they talk about the um, pace of procedure volume, supply recovery slower than expected in certain businesses. David, in short, it's just one more bad quarter from a company that we used to set our watch to. COVID threw a lot of things off when it comes to elective surgeries, for example. Right. They're expected to be a full recovery there. Right. But I guess things are still slower. Do, they, do we know why um, the devices aren't being used or bought quite well, as often I, as a result of a slow? I personally think that there are other companies with better devices. Oh, so you think it's more of a market share question. I think question. there's some market share. I don't like what they've done in neurology, which I think has been very weak. Uh, medical surgical is, quite frankly, ex-ventilators, terrible. Uh, but I don't think they would disagree. Diabetes increased only 3%. Are you kidding me? That used to be something I thought we could count on. Neuroscience, which they made a real priority, was only up 5%. These are not, these are just boring numbers. This is one where the board has to sit back and say, okay, how are we doing here? How are we doing here? They are cutting costs. It's a growth company. Well, maybe it's not anymore. There you go. I mean, I think he's come around to my view. I mean, it's not like Fisker, right? Growth company with no profits, but that's all right. Medtronic has profit. Look, I want Medtronic to do well. It's a great American company. I've just been disappointed because they're disappointed. 
uh, brings to mind uh, an upgrade of uh, WBA today over at Cowan. That's um, the shift away from retail into healthcare service. That is. Ros Brewer is doing such a good job. She's finally getting some recognition for her switch. It is uh, J.P. Morgan did too. That's a good company and it's a buy with a good yield. I would be a buyer, aggressive buyer of WBA, aggressive buyer. Let's look at the stock uh, pre-market. Let's get the opening bell here and the CNBC real-time exchange. The big board is uh, David and Jim say to this Fisker, the EV car maker, celebrating the start of the production of its Fisker Ocean model. And at the NASDAQ, the Square Street, a fintech company, more models outside the exchange this morning after GM brought some to you. Uh, yes, Ocean, the Ocean the other is day. here. Um, and I think that it's all very exciting, but you need money. And in a better market, they could have raised a lot of money. Now, the star of last night is a company that people don't really talk about. That is a $42 billion company, and it's letter A, Agilent, which does test and measurement for all sorts of different businesses, life sciences. It had a remarkable quarter, and when you read the quarter, it was almost like the old days, where things really got very difficult for a lot of companies, where it was like nothing's ever happened, no headwinds. I mean, David, you know how many times I've had to read about macro headwinds? Yeah. I am tired of macro headwinds. Well, is Agilent a reflection of the fact that these headwinds no, are abating or no? They're in very good businesses. Okay. You need them to continue to do well, including in China, where they're doing well. Um, there's Agilent. Are you in on that joke that everyone's laughing about? No, no. I'm not. It's not a name we focus on that often. $43 billion market well, value. It's been up with Buell Packard. I yep. think it's interesting that you know, there were so many different things that have happened to Buell Packard, but the, the division that turned out to be the best was the one that was an afterthought. Agilent. That's the old oscillator business. You know, the thing goes. <sighs> I wish they'd give noisemakers to everybody on the floor all yeah, the time. This is a, it's a new touch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the, the World Cup in uh, South Africa. Remember that one? You had those things? People talking about Ooh. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Argentina. Arabia. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Can you believe that upset? Yeah. Wow. How about, the, how about in Iran? They didn't sing a national anthem. That was quite something. I think well, we should. Some real. Iran's got some uh, global concerns that aren't. Yes. You know, we don't talk about Iran much, and I I do think that maybe we should because, on the one hand, they're trying to develop nuclear. On the other hand, there seems to be a bit of a... There's a bit of unrest there, significant unrest, particularly amongst the younger demographic. Why don't we talk about it? Well, because we're a business show. Really? Again? (laughs) Thanks, guys. David, how about Jack in the Box? We didn't talk about that. We don't, no, I we forget Iran, which could block the whole world and may actually have a revolution. Jack in the Box is opening two new markets in 2023, but it's not keeping their stock up, which is down 10%. Uh, the outlook, a lot of companies' outlook, Carl, is very, I mean, like, the Dell was really classic because Dell's quarter was extraordinary. But then the outlook, they threw cold water. Now, nothing was worse than the outlook for Zoom, even though Zoom was on. Uh, I, I, look, I think Kelly is terrific. Kelly Steckelberg, she's a CFO. And the stock's not down as much as it was before. But in the quarter, Zoom gave you very little help, hope other than some of the internal things they're trying to do to become like a 360. But in the interim, the enterprise, it's just okay. The individual, just okay. Uh, 
So uh, there's nothing other than the fantastic cash position. And it is still regarded as a, yes, COVID play. I was just reading uh, B of A's uh, desk note about their comments about stock supplemental grants, which they continue to have to pay to employees to keep them motivated. Stock-based compensation, David, was the first to ever talk about it. And you said it was going to come back and haunt us. Uh, well, I appreciate you saying that. But, yeah, the stock-based comp is interesting. And, of course, as Carl mentioned, you know, the, the other, it's either pay people in cash or keep giving them even more stock to make up for the stock that has underperformed well, dramatically. Do you think that's... Which is, is diluted. Is one of the reasons why Salesforce stock goes down a lot? I don't know. I don't know. You would be the person cutest. I would ask that, that was, to. No, because it was supposed to be just it was a softball to go to Starboard. Because they are focused on that. Right. Now, I figured you had something. Uh, I ha- have an ongoing interest in that story, yes. No, I mean like a break news. No, I have nothing breaking news on CRM and Starboard. Why would, is there something you know that I, that I don't? I thought you might have something. I don't. Should I? <laughs> Are you going to use the LNO fried uh, onions from the, from the can for Thanksgiving? Like we were taught? Yes. The answer like is yes. Like we were taught. See, that means that we were humble. You know, no one cares anymore whether you're from humble beginnings. <laughs> but I had a fight with my wife about that. Just won't be fully... While I go how, over how the enterprise we, growth slowing huge, of Zoom. How do we get there? It's distraction. Because I went to Starboard and you didn't pick me up, so I figured I'll just go wherever the hell I want. I mean, if you're like, I gave you what I thought was one of the greatest segues ever, and he just me, so I'll go to LNO. I mean, the heck with you. Listen to this. Uh, Katie Huberty used to cover Apple. She yep. has uh, equity, things that, ca- that catch her eye is her thing. Yep. Bank credit card delinquency rates are quickly ramping. So this is something to follow. Uh, it is. It is something it is. to follow. Bank delinquency rates. Something else that I'm following. Can I? I'm going to do something now. It better Jim. be damn darn good. It's actually interesting. It's a it's a downgrade to an underperformer credit suisse of Blackstone. And you know we talk about Blackstone sometimes, most often when it's around a deal. Oh, Jonathan Gray, let me do one then. I think, Jim, that Blackstone in many ways is reflect, I mean, has so many different businesses that are important, whether it's leveraged finance, whether it's the uh, registered investment advisors who sell the REIT. No, you're right. The B-REIT. It's good. I saw that. Uh, whether it's uh, deal making overall, private equity, real estate. Here's the focus, at least, that I've, I've seen this morning. They're, they're, they're saying the B-REIT basically is inflecting into elevated third-party net redemptions. Uh, and they cite that as one of the key reasons why. Right, so why explain, do we, why do we have Credit Suisse, guys? Blackstone, not Credit Suisse, Blackstone. No, explain that to me. The third, in other words, people gave Blackstone money. Correct. Betting that they would have big returns. That's on, right. And Fair, the, well, in a very low interest rate environment, the BRE took in, and we were talking about the inflows were incredible, $3 billion a month sometimes. You're talking a fund that had over $70 billion. they not get all those houses they own? No, they own a lot of houses. They own a lot of warehouses. But you don't want to be houses things. anymore. Yeah. Um, and that, right, exactly. And Credit Suisse has done some significant analysis, at least in their point, that says, you know what? Uh, their work points to actually less sustain relative outperformance, even though they do say that the outperformance so far has been justified uh, because many have been questioning the marks in the portfolio overall. But B-Read has been a, a product we've been focused on in part because it did fuel. being they think they're too high? Too, yes, too well, high. Well, that's not the nature of that company, no. which is a conservative company. It's true. I, but, I bridle at that. But, well, but... It, 
You can, but you can also just look at the publicly traded REITs and see sort of where things stand in terms of NAV. Yes, sir. Um, REIT's an important product. They downgrade the stock. And as well as we know, a lot of other markets that Blackstone relies on have been a bit more difficult. They always find a way to make money at Blackstone, that said, but leverage finance certainly see, is an important I'm market gonna, that I'm going to draw a bizarre analogy. The Blackstones of the world, rich people doing well for rich people. Yeah. This is kind of my Marxist critique. Burlington Stores. Burlington Stores. Up the most of any stock. And the Burlington Stores I go to, which is uh, in Brooklyn, is this where you go because when you, you know, this is a very inexpensive place to shop. Yes. The uh, people who are of lesser income. Yes. You want to invest in what they like right now. Uh, because they are the ones that control this thing. People who were, who felt very wealthy and now don't feel wealthy, and people who uh, were making forty, fifty thousand, where uh, frankly inflation is going up at say seventeen to twenty percent, yep. and their rate, their income's going up five percent. Exactly uh, what Urban said uh, on, on their earnings. They do miss. Uh, urban down nine, and a lot of that was the impact of inflation on younger consumers. Uh, I just think inflation. I don't know. If, I went to Supermarket today for the holiday. It, it is a nightmare. I remember how much when you would go to buy lemons, how much you get four for, what, four for like a buck and a half, right? What, I, what are you, Dr. Oz? No, he like, he was at Wagner's. <laughs> Wagner's. And he was getting a crudite plate. No, no, I'm not like Dr. Oz. I'm more like O's the magician. Um, but I, I, paid, I paid a buck 47 for a lemon yesterday. A buck forty-seven for one lemon. For one lemon, that's outrageous. Well, that's what Powell's afraid. But I would pay that. Bring, how is Powell going to bring down the price of a lemon with the with the rate hike? I don't how know. How does that work? I don't. Hey, I don't. I'm going to take take up seventy-five basis points. We're going to get that lemon back to where Kramer liked it. No, not going to happen. Or how about getting tickets down to Disney? Uh, Disney uh, day rates are fairly high. They were just raised prior to Mr. Iger's. And are all the rides working, David? Reentrance. Some technical difficulties. I have no idea the oh, status of rides. There's some reporting overnight about the rate at which a ride goes down, uh, way up. I mean, we're talking double way digits up. versus pre-pandemic. Way up. I think, David, these are things that you got to be really focused on. I will. I will do that. I'll also get on the uh, starboard CRM thing because clearly I didn't meet your expectations there. Um, guys, I wanted to come back to uh, Dell, if I could, because the stock is up. I covered that twice already. Yeah, I, you know what we didn't cover last week, Jim, was a lawsuit that was settled for a billion dollars. And it was interesting because it's in my old area of M&A. Remember when they bought VMware back in 2018? Yeah, they stole it. Paid four- what did you just say? What did you just they say? Stole it. Yes, they stole it. $14 billion in cash, 149.3 million shares of Class C for what was the Class V. Remember, it was that tracking stock. They bought it. Of course, VMware has now been sold to Broadcom. Um, but they got sued by the shareholders saying just what he just said. You stole it on a deal that Goldman Sachs advised on. By the way, Greg Lemkow, who's now, of course, with Dell, Dell. and then they merged with BDT, and they're creating this giant advisor to family offices. Uh, They paid a billion dollars, settlement. Now, some shareholders would tell you, yeah, but Michael Dell underpaid by six billion, so now they're paying a billion, and they still get away. It, It comes back to the point that Michael Dell always finds a way to make money. Win. And there are people who believe at some point this company will go private again. Wow. If it doesn't trade up well, nicely. They, gotta, you know, they do are too linked to PCs. Even the server enterprise not that good. 
Here's what, here's, here's, I got another thesis on a propound for David, because I just want to be dismissed out of hand. Uh, there are too many PCs, but there's not a lot of clothes. The inventory levels, and even American Eagle, which has become a rather second-rate company, in my idea, uh, the inventory at Gap Stores, inventory at American Eagle, inventory at A&F, it's like they got religion. It's they true. got A-O, religion. inventory up eight, prior quarter up 38. Yeah. So, I mean, here they, they've done very well, and the inventory management at, the, at tech is just terrible. And they haven't made any cuts at tech. No one gets fired at tech. How many people, other than if you work Why do you Facebook, think that is, Jim? Are they just not accustomed to cycles in the same way? They don't way? know how to fire. All they've ever had is growth. And hail fellow well met. I think probably half these companies. No, a huge percentage of the companies uh, that do enterprise software have never seen a real downturn. And uh, the companies in retail have all seen downturns. And they know how to fire. They know how to get the job done. I know a guy who knows how to fire. His name is Musk. Apparently we're done, though. At least is that it? According to The Verge yesterday, all hands meeting, Musk says no more layoffs plans planned for now. Wow. Okay. What are they down to, Carl? Do we know where they actually stand in terms of true headcount? Because the, there was a number that said 900, and then the, the lady who said, no, that number is way low, then she left. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, Axios has a piece out this morning saying that on the edges, the core infrastructure is beginning to degrade a bit. More reports of de- outages, uh, copyrighted video up for hours when it shouldn't have been, things like that. So we'll look for signs of, well, of decay. Look, I remember, I'm banking with him. You're, 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 I'm sorry, you're believing him. I, I'm a believer. Well, look, you, there's could, legions of believers for obvious reasons. It wasn't doing well before he took it. It was not. I think he paid too much. I don't think he didn't. You know, if he could have gotten it for half. Yes, he may. Then, half may still have been too much. Meanwhile, Tesla, right. Tesla below 167 takes out yesterday's low. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so Jim, we talked a bit about this yesterday. Tex, Tesla almost being a proxy for Twitter, even though it is, it shouldn't be. It's but become it kind it's of become a tracking stock for Twitter. You know, like yeah, Malone. yeah, it's I like do. a tracking stock. It's a tracking stock. I heard you the first time. <laughs> it was a good analogy. I liked it. <laughs> Thank you, Ma. <laughs> You're welcome. To your earlier point on REITs, uh, Vornado gets cut today over at Argus. Now, what are they thinking? I mean, what, are they just decided that they have people there who are no longer any good? I mean, you're dealing with Steve Roth. I think Steve Roth is every bit as good as, as David Simon. I think these people are good at what they do. Well, but that, that's Maybe, how but are you going to bring, uh, A, tourists back and office workers yeah. Back at a they closer just, to pre-pandemic. Well, you have to be a little more like out of the Penn, Penn Station. A lot of it's about Penn Station. Penn Station redevelopment. And, I mean, to Carl's point, Jim, you've still got office buildings that are 50% full. No, you I know, mean, if you've got the top-of-the-line A building, you're doing okay. Uh, Hudson Yards, for example, or Vander, one Vanderbilt at Grand Central well, doing fine. But the vast majority of buildings are not doing great. Don Wood reinvented federal realty right before our eyes, and he did great. Kimco, Tanger Factory Outlet. These have reinvented So how do you themselves. reinvent this? Because you, obviously, you're not just in, mar- you know, you can be in growth markets, but people are not going to come to the I office. I tried to reinvent it's Disney. It's over at the level they once did. I, I worked on Disney reinvention. That didn't work. I'm not going to solve the problems that Vernado has. You got some land for them in New Mexico, though. Maybe they want to build a theme park. By the way, B of A has uh, saved them. B of A solicited solicited some investor feedback on Disney. Oh, uh, they, what they said uh, they asked, "Are you more of a buyer now at 100 than you were at 90?" Majority said, "No, not yet." Uh, majority or 
None of the respondents think ESPN gets spun or sold anytime soon. Uh, they asked about potential successors. Most didn't have a view, although two offered Sheryl Sandberg. Sheryl Sandberg? Uh, no way on Sandberg. No. Hey, Pitaro's no good. way. I, I think, think they, Pitaro does a good job at ESPN. Pitaro, uh, yeah, that's a name. Yeah, I think that's a name that would make a lot of sense because he's done his best in, in a declining university. He's done yeah. pretty well. Uh, you know, they looked. They had the same. They played the same sub game. The sub game's a loser game, but the bundle is good, and they still haven't recognized that. What kind of game do you Could have you, that in the fourth quarter, when a team is ahead by 30 points, you still watch it because right. you're playing fantasy? Question you have for to ESPN adjust. is: Could you separate it out, but somehow still have an agreement where you can bundle it? Because you, you do. Steve we are moving. Many people believe to a, a where you need to have a bundle, and not just your own. I mean, Disney is in a position where if you bundle Hulu, ESPN, and Disney Plus, you probably can give the consumer enough of what they need and want. But but well, beyond that, if you're Paramount, would you ever consider bundling with Disney? Would you? No you know, Malone way, brought on, this up in our interview. Let you do that. He runs the Justice Department and he trusts. Well, he's no, you can. It's, he's it's a powerful a, guy. I don't. Why, he why would book publishers? Why would that it. be? Why would that because be? Because he feels that I think I won't put words in his mouth, but that a writer won't do as well if Paramount combines. Wait, wait, well, it's not, I'm not saying com- I'm saying just in a bundle that is being offered to consumers, bundle. not an actual combination of the companies. I don't know if let that happen. I don't know if it'll let a bundle happen. Know, you know, a joint venture. By the way, these things are difficult to pull off, but it How is being Alexa? discussed more Is Alexa more really often. losing $10 billion? I have no idea what Alexa is I asked losing. Alexa this morning. She wouldn't give me any insight. Alexa at Amazon? Yeah. yeah. She and gave me no insight whatsoever. Being the locus of cutbacks at Amazon? We see how... Siri, oh, emergency call. Looks like you had taken a hard fall. I have. They asked him, David. David pushed me over during the commercial. No, I'm fine. It, it looks like David asked you a hard question. Are you okay? Is that what, is yeah. that what Siri said? I gave him a beat down. Siri, I am fine. It was just David. <laughs> oh, good. Everything's okay now? Yeah. All right. All right, then. I'm Very here nice. if you need me. Very nice. Uh, nice little bounce here at the open. Dow's up 200. Quick reminder, you can always get in on the CNBC Investing Club with Jim. Sign up and find out more at cnbc.com slash join the club or use the QR code on your screen. It takes you right there. As we go to break, uh, watch bonds today. We are going to get Mester as we're not quite done with Fed speak for the week. But, of course, that comes on the heels of her comments uh, to Sarah Eisen yesterday. Daily, Bostic over the weekend. There's a look at the 10-year just south of uh, 377. Don't go away. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. Okay, so one of the, my favorite groups right now is the rails. And last night, in a little notice deal, Norfolk Southern bought Cincy Southern Rail. This is something they've been leasing from Cincinnati for $1.6 billion. The reason I mention this is because the rails have so much cash flow. They keep doing everything right, and they have gotten this windfall. And the windfall is coal. And that's because it's only sunny in, in it's like Philadelphia, elephant is sunny. It's only sunny in Germany about 27% of the time. And the need for coal in Europe is so great that it's just a windfall for Norfolk Southern, which is very well run anyway. So further consolidation. But what's most important is Union Pacific's too cheap. CXS is too cheap. And Norfolk Southern is too cheap. Did you guys talk about the potential for a strike uh, in December? Look, I, you know, you know the, in 1992, there was a strike. And... The government solved it. The federal government made him go back to work. The deal that's being negotiated was Biden's deal. So Biden could just say, hey, you know what, guys? Do you ever read the fine print? You're back to work. So I think we can make too much of the strike. It's Biden's deal, and he will order yeah, them back to we've work. We talked to Marty Walsh about it, obviously, but it could cost the economy like $2 billion Ain't a day. Ain't going to do it. Ain't going to do it. They're not going to let him do it. They can just say, listen, you get back to work. 
Um, some people are still taking issue with your lemons. They think it was per pound. I bought a lemon for tonight's show, so why don't they watch? One dollar and forty-seven cent. Yeah, one for a lemon. No, I had a. Did you buy it in a bodega this. around the corner? Where did you buy it? Kings, big big supermarket. I usually get four for two bucks. Suddenly, I'm paying one dollar forty-seven. You, you obviously paid it. What? What? No, I made it up. I, I paid it. I paid. I think, eight, I paid thirty-two cents for it. I think you were overcharged. I think you were overcharged. I think David's never been to supermarkets. <laughs> I've been to TJX, but try, not Kings. Try to David, avoid it. you're not having any of my stream bean casserole, I'll tell you that much. I went to Trader Joe's like a few weeks ago. you know The Libby ribbed cranberry, which is the sign that you've made it. Had that Have you too. ever made it? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. When Very you've nice. made it, you have that, and then you slice the orange underneath. David? That's, that's living. That's high-class living, high living class. my friend. And you know what I always get? The second joint. I get the second. You know what second joint is? The second joint. The second joint. You know what it is? No. Okay, so you have the drumstick, <laughs> and then you have the part that's connected to the body. Yes. Yeah. That's called the second joint. Oh, okay. It's dark, I mean, it's fantastic. Delicious? Yeah. It's fantastic. It's great. Okay. Really two, quick, what's two, on Mad tonight? Two, two days I, I, away. Don't you, wouldn't you like to be a fly uh, wall? He's going to have a cooking segment dinners? tonight. That's what you're going to have. I have Enrique Lawrence. Let's see. He's probably going to tell a positive story because he never tells a negative one. HP. The guy's going to be frying up a turkey. This guy with Wabash National heard that, that I liked him on the show and came on. I want to wish everyone a Thanksgiving, good Thanksgiving. Because I, no, tomorrow you're going to say, you, you know, I have the morning off. But you're going to do that, aren't you? Yeah, you're going to be off tomorrow morning. So happy Thanksgiving because I'm sure. learning about it right now in real time. Yep. David, it's L&O fried rings. You probably had fresh because you were always rolling in it. Always. My house. Oh, yeah. Big deal to get it was just a big party there in Queens. I love this populist shaming. Things were great. Yeah. That's like Lloyd Blankfein used to say. Lloyd, I don't care that you were poor. I know that you yeah, grew like, up in a housing project. Me. Who cares? He's nothing Enough. Me. You're rich now. Yeah. Way too rich. Oh, stop that, Mr. <laughs> Marxist. <laughs> get off me. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see you tonight, Jim. That was a good one. Mad Money, 6 p.m. Uh, Dow's up 210. Uh, we'll take a break here. Don't go away. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now.